Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and close the tab with the podcast topic on it before I've read it out. Uh, today, we are on episode 51. Uh, we're talking about mobility training for injury prevention. Yeah. Super short um... episode. You can't really prevent injury with any kind of training. Bye bye now. <laughs> apart from weight training. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Apart from resistance training, if you're previously <laughs> untrained, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think a lot of people feel that stretching will increase your mobility and prevent injury, which I think very much recently, as a lot of studies have been showing that that kind of doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, or the stretching doesn't inherently change your physiology. As in, you don't get longer muscles. No, you get a desensitized golden tendon response. Yeah. Which, for the people that don't know what that means, the golden tendon essentially is when you stretch about, it tells your muscles that they're stretched. And your body doesn't like being in that position, so it tries to take you back to normal, and yeah. you're just making that less effective. Yeah, it's a bit like a, it's kind of like a failsafe to prevent tears. Yeah, like the 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 feeling this is a weird way to describe. It's like hard to describe it, but like the the feeling of a stretch, like when you go to touch your toes and you get that kind of like spicy, like kind of pain, but not quite pain down the back of your legs that that yeah. lets you know that they are stretched. That is because of the Golgi tendon organ that wraps around yeah. your spindles. And classic stretching stuff is essentially just desensitizing that response. Yeah. Um, so mobility training, mobility just for, because it is a buzzword, is essentially just strength over long muscle lengths. Like strength over a full range of motion, but even then that complicates it a bit more. Um, the it get it gets buzzed up a lot. Um, here's some extremely quick tips for spotting bollocks on the internet. If or in real life, if somebody is telling you or suggesting that you are built wrong, examples of one leg is longer than the other. Your SI joint is out of whack. You have scapular rhythmic dysfunction. You have insert whatever. Like, if it is a some kind of slight at your skeleton, uh, you need to take that personally uh, and also realize that they're talking fish. And, yeah, I, I throw in just anything where they're talking about you not being symmetrical. Yeah, nobody's symmetrical. Anywhere, ever. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody's symmetrical. We all, we all have arms longer than the other, and we all have, like, everything. Yeah, humans can function completely fine with asymmetry. Um, if you would like an example of how that works... Uh, please watch any of the Special or Paralympics. Uh, there are people with massive asymmetries, aka they've only got one fucking leg, uh, and they can still high jump way more than probably everyone listening to more than us, certainly. Yeah, like, oh, combined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah combined. Yeah. <laughs> our two with four legs. legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're literally doing better on one-fourth the leg. The um, They perform at quite literally elite levels like really not that much far off actual olympians 
and they have literally got missing limbs. They are the most asymmetrical you can kind of get, and they work fine. So stop paying your fucking chiropractor. It's like <laughs> set the money on fire. Like stop doing it. Um, the other one is uh, you move wrong. That's the classic. Like oh your glutes aren't activated. Like oh this like small thing about your form is wrong. Like oh muscles not activating. Yeah muscles right muscles not activating. Bro, if you go to any regular gym, how come nobody's talking about the calf inactivation that seems to be absolutely rampant uh, about yeah. <laughs> PTs? And, like, people in gyms in general. Like, I've never had anyone tell me, like, my biceps are inactive. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my new line. It's anyone, always, it's anyone, always glute. Yeah, if anyone tries to mog, uh, if anyone tries to comment on my physique, I'm just going to say that I've got inactive biceps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, fucking the new chat for sedentary people, is you've just got, like, total body inactivation. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just um... inactive. But yeah, if you move, if they're trying to say sell you that they you move wrong, like oh the way you do this, like uh, this is inactive, like your again your scapular rhythm is dysfunctional, like you the way you have an overhead position is like causing problems, blah blah blah, like you you probably don't like you you you're fine, like there are ex extremely small use cases when you have again like you're missing a leg, and even then that's not a problem, you just have to train around it, like yeah. un unsurprisingly. Like, you've you've just got the one leg day now. Like, that that's kind of where you're at. If you happen to be missing a leg, uh, people can still perform ridiculously well with massive asymmetries and massive movementary compensations. Are they going to be the most efficient for your sport? Maybe not. But that's where like a coach comes in and helps you optimize that kind of stuff. But that's a very different question to you are broken. Pay me to fix you, which is what all of this bollocks that people push on you is. Yeah. Um, one thing maybe worth mentioning on doing like mobility training or is like if you, the reason most people are, can't get into like certain positions, like if you're talking yoga or even just like weight training ones, effectively it's because you're weak. Saws. Y yeah. Like, but the... it's because your muscles can't hold you in a certain position. So they tense up to stop you injuring yourself. And then you can't move through that range of motion. So you just need to train to get stronger. Yeah, like mobility, sorry, I've, I've remembered, like, yeah. re remembered the actual definition, like a proper definition for mobility, which is the ability to produce high forces across a wide range of positions. Like anatomical yeah. positions um i couldn't remember what the the reworking for full range of motion is so yeah. like if you can't sit in a deep squat number one you probably can you just need to try um <laughs> number two like you may just be too weak in certain places to hold that position for very long like if you get down there and feel like you have to round your upper back all the way forward you're probably just too weak to hold your back in neutral or not yeah. even neutral just hold your back in a position yeah. where you can look forward like yeah it's not because your glutes not activating they're just weak or yeah. insert other muscle whatever it is but yeah like then everyone's like all right like what's what's the usual pish people chat about oh like babies it's like they don't even have all their bones they don't have any bones yeah they're essentially a gelatinous <laughs> cube from D D, just not cube and also like apart from their head they're light as fuck <laughs> 
Yeah, unsurprisingly, it's very easy. <laughs> it's very easy to hold like a couple, like eight pounds or whatever the average yeah. fucking baby. If you're like six pounds in compa- yeah, in comparison to average adult of eighty kilos. Yeah, yeah, like over orders of magnitude higher. Also, like, yeah. babies move a lot, a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do. Yeah, they don't sit for ages at desks. That's the other one. People like Mars sitting. Right, po- posture. We're getting. We're not off topic, but like posture is a social construct. Stop believing it. It's not a thing. It's yeah. like I don't know. Some sort of like if we go full full communism, it's like a classist thing to. <laughs> it's a classist. It's a classist concept to oppress the workforce. Like I don't know. You oppress the working class because everyone's hunched over down the mines whilst the bourgeoisie <laughs> all the cheese. <laughs> no, I don't know. The, um, it's definitely not, it's, it's definitely not it's anything that's <laughs> it's not causing you problems. Like if you're like, oh, but my posture at my desk is bad. No, bro, the fact that you just sit at a desk for ages is bad. Like the eight hours you just sat in a chair is bad. Yeah, like if you like number one, uh, like the assumption that you are like not going to feel rough after sitting in a car and driving for four hours straight with no brakes is is delusional like you will that will just not feel pleasant that sucks like if you do nothing but sit you don't stop for a piss and like get out and walk around and like move around a little bit even just like a five minute piss stop you don't even have to pull into a services if you don't want to if you're a bit if you're you know feeling if you're feeling funky you can just go in a lay-by just moving around and like move your body through some moves whilst you're at the side of the road not whilst pissing that would be messy but like if you do that you will almost feel like you didn't drive at all like it will is such a big difference but nobody does that because everyone's like well if i don't stop i get there quicker and it's more efficient blah 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 because i do that like that's 100 percent what i do i'm telling you to do this and i don't do it i just drive straight the way there and then i'm like oh damn my low back's all kind of (laughs) like pumped up and stiff yeah it's all stiff i'm like yeah because it was just sat crammed into a skoda for three hours like the um yeah it's not a thing like uh, i kind of had an inkling for this back when it was and also like you're not stupid for believing it's a thing like you're it's not your job to know everything like if sports professionals or like physio professionals are telling you stuff and you're like well i mean they've got a degree so yeah like let's believe it like, it's mm. not on you, it's on them for just having really shit information. It's like, unsurprisingly, bouncers and door staff, security staff, they're not problem-free. They do nothing but stand. Like, y'all want a standing desk, yeah. go work the doors. Like, aside from getting punched in the face, like, <laughs> they have their own set of problems. Their fucking knees yeah. and ankles and stuff are all gunked up, because they're crammed in, like, stiff ankle-high boots all night. Like unsurprisingly if you put your feet on an, on top of a good bit of solid steel and don't bend them for hours on end they're not going to feel great yeah but yeah mobility it's a scam don't buy it uh one way to actually like right, let's get back on topic and actually add some sort of proper like takeaway things one thing yeah. one of the things you definitely can do um can be to make sure and always train through as much range of movement as you can with any given exercise so like something that can happen again but it doesn't increase your rate of injury or anything else is just that certain tissues can get disproportionately 
strong at different parts. Again, not really a problem, however, it can limit your training, which causes you to go into a load capacity, like... There could be a disproportionate amount of load to your ability to handle the load, which then therefore ends up in injury. Um, yeah. The... Uh, what's an example that's like normie example and not powerlifting? Um... Uh, yeah, like uh, running, running is like the the best ones I've got. Like the, <clears throat> if you are someone who runs, if a classic one for runners is like your hip flexors. I mean, almost everyone, like your your hip flexor muscle, you do not flex very high. Like even when people sprint, that's about as high as anyone drives their knee towards their chest in this kind of hip flexion, like lifting your yeah. knee up in front of you motion. People who jog long distance, they don't typically use a gait that has a high knee capacity, like a high knee component. Uh, what can happen is that you obviously then only take your hip flexor through, I don't know, like 5 or 10 degrees during your gait. Uh, so only about 5 or 10 degrees of it gets any training. Uh, and then the rest of it, that means like the, the, the bit of it that does the rest of the move that takes it like all the way up to your chest, gets bugger all training. And so eventually you're going to be doing so much running that you, that that part of your hip flexor that can't or that is meant to get it the rest of the weight is essentially just so weak and undertrained that it's going to cause you problems you're going to start getting that kind of like f just inside of hip bone like front of pelvis kind of niggle showing yep. up and you're going to be like oh what the fuck like why is this happening um that's just because you don't actually train your hip flexor through a like all the way through its potential range of flexion like you just hook a kettlebell around your foot do some like loaded leg lifts for a while you'll probably be fine cool it on the yeah. running cool it on the running volume whilst you do it you'll probably be a-okay <clears throat> like it's just one of those things where it can lead that way of like if you don't take things through their potential range of motion under load they're effectively going to be undertrained and then too weak to to keep Perform. helping you yeah to keep performing at the level that you want them to the uh what's another classic one? Oh, shoulders people love that like you see folk like not benching all the way down or not benching through like like dumbbell pressing through uh like a complete range of motion and they're like oh, it's my, sh my shoulders hurt bro and you're like your shoulders probably hurt because you were doing that before your shoulders hurt and now quarter the, rep all the time. Yeah, now the bottom part of it is so weak that it just can't keep up. Like if you just chilled on the weight for a little bit and took it right the way down to a stretch position and just hung out there, you'd probably over about a month get way better. Yeah. And again, there's some specificity to it of like addressing issues like there's certain things that need specific work when they flare up like because a lot of your connectives don't really get much work, even at lengthened positions, they don't get a whole mm -hmm. bunch of stuff, just because muscles, unsurprisingly, are way stronger than ligaments and tendons, and take a lot more of the tension. So, also using a controlled tempo through a decent, uh, like, the, the potential range of a joint can uh, help significantly. So having at least phases of training where you do that deliberately is a good idea. So no. to kind of, yeah, like, can I summarize that decently? Yeah, if you 
you should have specific parts of training where you deliberately load muscles through their potential anatomical range and under a controlled tempo. And that will almost iron out most issues that you may have already. And that's, that's also pretty yeah. I mean, that's also the mechanics of how, like, you, you like you you reduce injury risk by being strong. <laughs> like, you strengthen the tissues. The tissues are strong. They are less likely to break. Good break. job. Yeah. Good job. Long story done. short, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> exactly. <laughs> that is. You can get all science here with how, but that's that's it. <laughs> yeah. Unsurprisingly, titanium bridge much better than rope bridge. Yeah. Indiana Jones has never fallen off a titanium bridge. That guy's never cut on the rope. Kalima never happens. No. I do like that. Uh, I do like that that somebody pointed that out. And uh, speaking of Indiana Jones on Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know the one with the Nazis, where mm -hmm. they go for the Ark of the Covenant. Essentially, if Indiana Jones wasn't in the movie, the result would have been the same. <laughs> Amazing. Because they like the Nazis still get the key or the journal or whatever. They go to the Ark of the Covenant. They open it and they all get melted. And it's like Indiana Jones didn't really do anything. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's just kind of—he's just kind of there. You're like, yeah, that's, that's really funny. Yeah. It's like, dude yeah. could have stayed home. He could have stayed. He literally could have yeah, stayed. Could have done anything else. Yeah, done something else. More worthwhile. Like, yeah, mate, go open it, fuck around, and find out, and they all get melted. You're like, <laughs> good luck with that. Oh man, it's good though. Great movies. Right. Anyway, this is overrunning. We will catch you on the next one. <laughs>